What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on this Monday afternoon, we're here at 2 o'clock hanging out with you, um, our like 8th to 2000th favorite people. 8th to 2000th? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's some of these people we don't like. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I'm going to assume that there's 3,000 people listening, and I'm going to assume that we like two-thirds of them. I mean, it's pretty good math. I, I don't see why not. I mean, if I get to make it up, it's going to be good math. <laughs> I guess that's fair if you're going to make you're gonna have bad. If yeah. you're going to have math, you might as well make it up. Yeah. If I'm going to make up math, it's going to be math that I'm good at. I'm not going to make up fraction math. Yeah. That's a little square root, you know, sign. Yeah. Imaginary number. Who who do you think wasted the time? But you know what? Before we even... I'm Corey DLG. With me as always is little brother Nico. That's me. And we're hanging out just uh, doing the nerd thug thing. Um... You ever wonder that, like, I'm sure there's some high-concept math nerd who's like, well, actually, you needed to determine the inverse variable of reduction um, in the speed of airspace when you examine the quail wings moving at a speed beyond 40 miles a, th- a second. But, like, but, like, do we ever really need, like, did we really need to make the imaginary number? Theoretical math is something yeah. I cannot wrap my head around. <laughs> like, what's the real world situation where we, where I needed negative I? Never, never once in your entire life. No, aside from a math class, which didn't even use it for most of it. And based on my math classes, you know what I'm not doing a lot of, which makes me question my whole life, graphing. Yeah, we talked about this because I was, I was talking about how I did really terrible in the graph section of a test. Like, I can't fathom. Is is am I just? Am I and everyone I know living a weird life where graphing is completely irrelevant? That there's so much time you spend graphing in so many different math like disciplines, it, like outside of like statistics. But even then, the graphs are like you just plug in the data. Like it's not like you need to know how the graph even works or functions. But what would you like? It didn't, like you needed to know at that time when you were taking the class because it was part of the answer somehow. But now. Now that I'm not in a math class setting, I don't. I find that I haven't been in a situation where all of a sudden I'm like, "Hey, um, draw me a graph for this." Also, it blew my mind when I remember learning number line, like they were they were using number line to explain plus minus. Okay. Yeah. And then when they furthered out that explanation to be the x-axis completely. Correct. I was like, "What are we doing here? Like what?" The number line is the x-axis? Like, yeah, because it's negative x. Right, because it's negative or positive, and then it just... Yeah. But you can just count over units from there. Like, But the idea was so bizarre that we were going this route to explain math. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. Like, just tell me 2 plus 2 equals 4, and I'll learn it. I don't need to see the visual representation of two units and two more units creating four units. Like... Just skip to the part where they get a divorce. Like, I already know how it ends. It's fine. Right, yeah. Look, I get it. Look, we understand where the end goal is. Right. The answer is you should probably make any number you're trying to get above zero unless you're talking about, like, bad things. Right. And then, like, so, look, we've worked in real-world things, construction. There's nothing more real-world than the actual building of things and installation of fiber-optic cable. Right, yeah. Can you fathom a time when we would have used negative number beyond map points, which we did have to use for map points? 
Well, Can you even, fathom a time when we even, actually use negative numbers? We didn't even use negative numbers when we were talking about map points. You would just start over from zero and then count up in a different yeah, direction. Yeah, that's true. We did. We, that was stupid, too. That should have been when we used negative numbers because that was a graph. Right, yeah. But we didn't. The map was a graph and we still screwed it up. Well, yeah. But that's that's how unimportant but, the but map classes but, were in math. Right, but then you, at that point you're arbitrarily choosing where zero is on a point. Like, you're like... No, you're not arbitrary. No, because Cause, like because no, because the the numbers would change depending on like where it was. But then you like if that number were to change at any point, like then like zero would change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> but again, that's because we weren't graphing correctly. Like <laughs> it, it, the one time we were looking at maps and doing things across all directions x and y, we still didn't graph it. Right, <laughs> like yeah. we were moving both north, south, and east and west in a unit, and we're keeping track of it. And still didn't draw graphs. And, more importantly, we were making a line across these pages because we were installing a linear object. And we still didn't, didn't make a graph. Yeah, because there's no reason <laughs> to use graphs when you're talking about... We were graphs. literally drawing lines against pluses and minuses across two axes. And still... Well, technically three, because there's also depth. Also, and still, Never we weren't once. creating graphs. I At this point, now that I've said that out loud... Don't know when I'll ever use a graph. And I am yeah. not one of those people who's like, why are the kids in school? I'm definitely one of those people who says college baby not, may not be for everyone. But even in ninth grade, I drew graphs. Like, Yeah, they have you drawn graphs real early. <laughs> they do. They're on it. They're like, hey, how's your graph game? Because that's what 10th grade's about. Right. And even in the advanced graphs, you're still using your graphing calculator. You're pulling up your <laughs> TI-84 going, yeah, all right, what does this do again? Do you know who hates cell phones? Who? Every math, English, and science teacher pre-1999. Yeah, because you know sense. what every one of them would tell you you're in not class? Gonna, you're not going to have a dictionary. You're not going to have... You're not you gonna won't have, have access to this information in the real world when you're just walking around. Wrong. Not only do I have access to this information, I can watch someone sing it to me, spell it out with subtitles on a YouTube. Right, yeah. And like uh, there was there was someone who asked the question. And then watch like, a TikTok of a girl shake her butt. Right, yeah. And then <laughs> what's it called? And then um I had someone be like, you know, that old saying like, Oh, you won't always have a gr- you won't always have a calculator is now patently false. Like, what do you do now? It's like yeah. Well now you just teach him what to put in the calculator. Why weren't we doing that before? Like <laughs> Yeah, like the technology wasn't gonna get better. Here's what's crazy about that also. I just wanna point this out. My school had like required things. So, like, in a certain class, it would be like, hey, this year you're going to start um, Algebra 2. To take Algebra 2, you need to make sure your student brings to class the following items. There would be things you would be expected to buy. One of the ones, and it got expensive, but it was in high school, was a graphing calculator. Yeah, they're like $100. They were... I used to give them away because I would always wind up with extra somehow. Like, I would always... You'd be buying one because I've worked because I worked through high school, but there'd always be somebody who didn't have one. It's like here, just take this. Like whatever, it's stupid. It's dumb that they don't. Ex- a, they didn't give it to us to have. They just expected us to have it. Then they would say things like, "You won't have this in the real world." And it's like, "Did why did you make me bring it? Why did you make me buy it? If right. I own it now, yeah. then there's no reason for me. Not why to won't bring I have it? it in the real world? I'll right. just bring this with me that you made me buy. Right? Yeah, I have now purchased this, yeah. and I can use it. Just put it on a lanyard I've and wear same, it. I've had the same TI-83 calculator that was stolen from a school like eight years ago. 
I have I have sold everything that my teachers told me that I was going to need to make it in life. All of it. The T-83s, all that kind of stuff. All of it. Your college degree, sold it. <laughs> sold it. Um, You know what's weird? I never got mine in the mail. I started thinking about that after you said you got yours in the mail. They didn't send it to you? No. And now I'm starting to, like... You're not a real college graduate. You don't I have a piece of paper with your name on it. I mean, it was only an associate's degree, but like, it's kind of weirding me out that I never got it mailed to me. Did you check a box or something? No, they just mailed it to me. But then again, this is like COVID, so none of the, none of the school rules make any sense. That's fair. That does make me a little uncomfortable, though. When you said that, you said that a couple of months ago, and I was like, "Where's mine?" And then I was like, "I don't think I ever got mine." And then I was like, "I've seen your high school one." No, I know that because I had that one with me, and then I feel like I feel like there was something. There was an option like you, I was supposed to pay for it, but it was like in a package where like. You also walk at graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a thing that you bought. It was like, well, like you, you pay to walk and get the get the certificate. And I was like, it's a it's a it's an associate. I neither want to walk neither. nor take home this piece of paper. Right. Well, and like we had like there's a there's a setup where they're like, oh, apply for graduation. And I was like, oh, let me do that. Maybe and, that's what it is. And then and then I I got my associates in the mail, and I was like. So I so I don't have to apply for graduation. And then I went to my uh, I went to my advisor and I was like, and I was like I was like I was like I didn't apply. And she's like, well, it says on here you're a junior, and you have the piece of paper. She's like, you're you're, you're graduated. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you're done, son. You're done. She's like, yeah, just apply wherever you're gonna go. <laughs> did that make your Did that make your classes cost more? No. See, that's also broken. It doesn't make any sense either. Well, like there's like there's like some rule that like you can't exceed a certain amount of credit hours without graduating. Like <laughs> you were already past it. No, not that. Like, Cause, like cause, 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 I'll like, be honest. No, the number's like enormous. The number's overachiever like, doesn't feel like you. No, it's not. <laughs> That's definitely not true at that all. That feels rather off brand. It is off brand because it's not accurate. <laughs> you have already completed the mandatory hours for graduation for something that seems incorrect. Right, I think. No, but it's like it's like a dumb high number. It's like a hundred and twenty something. You're talking about for with the degree degree? No, like like at the at like the uh, community college. Oh, st- like. to accidentally automatically get the associates? Yeah, yeah. It's like a hundred and fifteen or something. It's like just short of the two the actual four year number. Right. And the yeah. four year number I think is one twenty. Yeah. Because twenty four times four is ninety six, but then there's like some weird extra stuff. So I think it's like. I think it might be 105 or 100 for the typical four-year degree. Something like that. I don't know. But, like, yeah, it's like a stupid high number. It's like, don't worry. Don't go Don't go over 120. It's like, it took me three years to get, like, <laughs> it took me three to years. get, like, 65. <laughs> what do you mean, don't go over 120? Like, oops, sorry, yeah. guys. I actually took six years of college. But it took you nine years to do it. But I don't know. <laughs> I'll just tell you, man. I don't... I, I like the idea that a y- your counselor thought you were in danger of too much school. No, and she wasn't. That was just a poster she had on the wall. That oh. wasn't like that wasn't like something she was like. Yo, it wasn't a real concern down. for you. No, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, you seem pretty good." Read the room, lady. Read the room. It's just something that I noticed on the wall. It's like, don't go over to 120. I was like, don't go over 120. What do you mean, don't go over 120? Yeah. What happens? You turn into a real boy? Because I don't want that. I don't want it. Yeah, I was like, I have like 60. <laughs> I have half of that, and people I mean, are like, Whoa. "No danger." <laughs> Don't go over. That's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, I uh, try. I can't think of a time I've used graphs. I can't think of a time I used 
a, a scientific calculator that like yeah, I can't think of a time I, okay. and all of that stuff the sin cosine tangent all of that I don't I never trigonometry used it. is completely never worthless like because it's all like oh you gotta use all the triangles it's like yeah but like I'm never gonna like. Like, it's, like, the most you'll ever use it is, like, oh, how do you find out a wall is, like, perfectly straight or not? We'll use, like, a triangle method. No, you know how you use it? A level. A level. Yeah. Either use a tool or a really, what? really simple, like... I wish someone had told me before I started geometry that I have a tool called a level. Here's the thing. I don't build stuff. Don't know. I mean, I probably had seen one before I was 14, but it never really dawned on me what I was doing with it. But Just like it didn't dawn on me what I was doing with all these stupid graphs. Yeah, see? But now that I know even, what I was doing even, with the graphs... You never even found true level. Yeah. You think you can get to true level with your eyeball in a bubble? <laughs> Hang on, Morty. I'll show you true level. It's still absolutely <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. He stands on it. <laughs> then he goes crazy. It's just... it. it <laughs> Everything is wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I just... I can't fathom the idea. I, like, I haven't used any of it. I haven't used any of it. And, like, you know what else I've never had to do? Find the angle of two intersecting lines. Yeah. It's never once come up in conversation. No one's quizzed me on it. No one's asked me about it. No one's been like, hey, are these two lines intersecting at a 40 degree angle? Yeah, and that's not even relevant for like building or anything. And even if they did ask me that, I don't have to know the answer. Yeah, you're like, I don't know, maybe. Well, let's see. Is this a 90 degree angle that they're uh, intersecting with? Uh, Is this an acute angle? Okay, if we drew an imaginary line from here, it would come out to 180 degrees, and then we just got to kind of do the math from there. You see, you're, it's because you're not developing a room via feng shui and putting things <laughs> at the correct angles in a room. It's because I don't own a protractor. Like, what? A, <laughs> you don't have to measure any of this. Like, you literally just line it out. Well, this protractor says that it's 37 degrees, so we're done. We're done. We're it's done. 37 degrees. We don't have to... I don't have to do yeah. nine other there's things. No, there's no there's no real impact to most advanced math. <laughs> Even finding like the areas of like shape is almost completely worthless in real life. The only uh area's been relevant like if I was trying to buy paint. Um Yeah, but like in volume is sometimes relevant, but never with a round object. Right, never with a round object. Because never, you have to do never, pi R and I don't even know what that means. Right, yeah. Radius and times pi, but like you know, you know, you know. Whip yeah. out your graphing calculator. Yeah. Way to solve about nine problems there. Right. Yeah. Are you, are, is this this is solved for pi? I don't have a pi calculator though. You got one on you? I need about nine pi of paint. No one says that. No one's gonna tell you that. That's what, I'm gonna go into a Home Depot and order nine pi of paint and just like answer as few other questions as possible. What's it gonna pay for? I'm not sure, but I definitely need nine pi. Of I this. know for certain we did the math on this and it's nine pi. No, because that would be the, the volume. That wouldn't even be right. I, I don't want the volume of paint. I want area of paint. Area of a circle. What's the area of a circle? Yeah, it's 2 pi r. There you go. Yeah, that's your problem <laughs> now. And I thought pi was a fixed number. Why are we just drawing a symbol? Why don't we know the number? Because it's technically between 3 and 4. But It's like the Clone Wars of well, no, but numbers. Think, <laughs> but think about this. Think about this. So if if the area of a of a round object is if the area of a circle is two pi r, yeah, we're writing two variables as though the middle one will keep changing, but it's just pi. We know what it is. We know it doesn't change, and we've even tracked pi out to like the hundredth degree. So in theory, it shouldn't be two pi r. It should be like 
six point blah 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 are. Yeah. Like, why did we do this? Like, because it's easier to type out pi than it is to write pi. Only if you had a pi calculator. That's very good. If you didn't, you could, you're, you're you typing out like you could do it by three point one four, like everyone else does. But yeah, I mean, now you're you're just guessing like everyone else. How many numbers of pi do you know? The first three, three point one four. Okay, yeah, you're that's not cool. it. You're not you're, it. not you're not three point one four one five nine. Is it really one five nine? Yeah. No, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> And I've heard people like, he knows pi to the 60th degree. Yeah. It's, it's but isn't it already solved out that far? Yeah. So if, they, if it's already solved out that far. Well, it's not solved, it's just a number. But it has so many, it has infinite variables, infinite whatever. But it doesn't have infinite. It's, it's, it stops somewhere, but no one knows where. Right. But I mean, does it make you just, like, are you so smart that you know the first 120 of pi? Well, no, I don't think it's... I don't it think feels it's, like trivia. Like, it feels like it's no, something it's, anyone it's can memorize. Trivia. Well, it's like well, it's like multiplication, like people who can do multiples in their heads. Like, it's just a party trick. It's not actually useful. <laughs> now that we all have calculators, you're right. Yeah. Like, it, like when no, somebody was like, well, hang on, I gotta get... Hang on. And they had, like, the case, they had to slip off, turn it on, wait for it to boot, and then type in the 25 times 6 or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, like... Yeah, you're like you're like ah, what's this? Oh. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely don't need most of that again. But like math, at least never encouraged people to work in the head. Like math was never like solve it as fast as possible. They were always like make sure to show your work. And it's because they thought so many more people like were going to fail that they wanted to give credit if they showed work. Right. Well, and, and like it's a it's a it's more of a process, thing, which right? also isn't a good sign for the class. Well, it's not necessarily a good sign, but it's 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 more about showing where your processes are. Because if you just wrote like number answer number answer, but they were all wrong, you're like, well, I don't even know how you got here to begin with. Like, who at cares? Least, it's wrong. Well, no, because it it shows you where you messed up. Like, if you're just but like, I've never understood that. Do, were they still wrong? I mean, yeah, but like if so, you're, then how many points are we trying to give them for being wrong? But I but ideally correct. Well, no, but it's it's more about it's more about learning from it. That's why I hate online math because it's completely worthless. Cause you can't even do that. But you, you, I don't think anyone should though, because I, I think that that's one of those things that's just dumb. Well, yeah, it's about, well, it's about learning the process. Like, oh, you know, you you added you added when you should have multiplied here, or like, oh, you missed the negative here, so that's why your answer was wrong. Right, but those are things you should know before you take the test anyway and study for. Right, you don't yeah, get to but- take a spelling test and then because you spelled the th right, get a hard pass. Well, it's not always a hard pass. You know, even with the partial credit, you still might not make it. I noticed you couldn't spell the last five words, which were rising in order of difficulty. We're going to go ahead and curve you so two of those don't count. Oh, did I spell them correctly? No, you still don't know how to spell them. <laughs> I guess that's a fair point, but there's more than enough tests that I've had where they've just curved it. Yeah, they curve it, but they're curving it out of a pity. Yeah, it's always pity. I'm, I'm going to hand out points to this to this group for taking this test because... Shout out, shout out, to, shout out to my... <laughs> Shout out to my biology professor who curved all of our tests. There was all of us looking really stupid. See, like, go ahead. Yeah, just curve them all. Curve them all or curve nothing. Yeah, like the only answer, like his 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 methodology at least made sense because he was like, he's like, I took the average of the class and then like got it the highest to like that number, like the number I think is reasonable, and then curved everyone that many points. Yeah, how far away are you from that? And that's how many points he got. Yeah. Right, yeah. And like that makes perfect sense. Because like, well, then like uh, the person who did good is they're just gonna do better. Well, yeah, but the person who did good is always gonna do better on a curve, right? Yeah, because they're the front of the line. Yeah, so they're they're when they're handing out bonus points, they're in the lead. Right. Yeah, they're already way up, and like it gives the person the people that are like 
they're like, oh man, I was so close. And it's like, well, now you made it. Congratulations. And if you but got they like didn't a, make it. If they got like a three, they didn't get anything. They but think about a, this. They went to a nine. <laughs> think about how many people need. So if you're in college and you're in a class, that's two year degree. Yeah. If you don't have a C or better, you, it doesn't count towards your degree. It's like, let's say my degree is I want to be a director of cinematography. If one of the required classes is Film Watching 101. I took that class. It was if garbage. I don't get at least a C in Film Watching 101, first of all, I'm stupid. But second of all... <laughs> no, it's just it's not that you're stupid. It's that you didn't do it. <laughs> right. But second of all... But I'm stupid for not doing it because that's like the career I'm going to go into, right? Right, yeah. That's the thing. that In college, you don't short sell it because like this is what you care about. But the idea that... And then they have core classes. Whatever, dude. College doesn't well, yeah. make any oh, sense. I hate that. But the idea that like you blow off film watching when you're going to be a director means you're going to be a bad director. So the idea that you could curb your way through the class, I have a problem with that. Because like here's a guy well, who... It was a core class. It wasn't like a real class. <laughs> but yeah, for y'all, because that wasn't what you were taking. Yeah, because I was taking biology for non-science majors. But if you were taking... If I was taking biology for science majors, it would make more sense. But no, that would make even less sense. No, man, that's what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah. It, would make, it, would, it makes more sense to curb my class, not the real... Yeah, because if you think about it, all of a sudden when you're curbing actual classes and, like, you're you're passing people through who aren't qualified. Right. Yeah. That's true. I technically should have filled by 15 points in the fifth grade, but I passed on a curb. Yeah. What? That's how you know know school works. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even... (laughs) It's not how it works at all. It's like you don't understand what the words are coming out of my mouth. That's how you know school works, dude. You pass by and by the skin of your teeth because your your teacher decided to give you bonus points for not failing as hard as the other kids. So, biology was one of those classes for me. I either understood or didn't. Yeah, it was either it was either all nineties or all zeros. We did the plant unit, and I tanked it. Nice, tanked it. So the plant unit involved this project where everyone was responsible for one type of weed or plant. And they had to find it in, like, the wild, bag it up and turn it in. And he would tell you if you got it right. And then once you got it right, you had to write a paper about it. He gave everybody the full six weeks to do it. I brought in, like, ten different plants, none of which were mine. He was like, no, no. Where did you find this? I was like, that's it? And he's like, no, no, it's not. And it was like over and over. I could never find it. Finally, one of the classmates was like, well, what is yours? And I told him, and I don't remember what it was, but they were like, they, <laughs> their family like owned a piece of land where like they, they grow so much they have to like chop them down. They were like, oh yeah, those things are wild on my property. I'll just like pluck some for you. And I was like, really? Because I've turned in like nine plants that aren't it. And <laughs> they were like, trust me. Sure enough, the next day she showed up and she was like, here you go. I turn it in, and he's like, yeah, that's it. You're doing a good job. And in my head, I was like, I didn't. I just, how did this help me at all? Like, <laughs> you learned nothing. <laughs> I learned nothing from it. I'm now worse prepared for the world because I still don't know where these plants grow. Not that it matters because they were a weed. You're definitely going to need to know where this weed grows. <laughs> it was like, it was one of the most bizarre courses I ever took. Also, he had. <laughs> I'm glad he's not teaching in modern times. They they would have eaten him alive. 
Uh-huh. Okay, he was a really nice guy though. Uh, his name was Mr. Barr. I, I don't think he's teaching anymore. He was my he was my biology teacher, and he was a wonderful guy. But sometimes he would just say some things where you're kind of like, mm, I don't think we could. I don't. I don't think that's gonna work. Um, and, and it just doesn't translate into this like era. Like it. No, <laughs> like the idea. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that's like every older person, though. <laughs> but the idea that his project was for us to find these plants and bring them to him was even kind of like shady. Yeah, I guess so. Because it's like you're gonna really put your life in danger over some stupid yeah. weed, and I'm like break can't. into someone's like trespassing property and be like, "I found it. I really need this random plant for my." It's it's a red shoehorn locust. That's my bug. I found him. Yeah, like I don't like I don't know. Putting yourself in like random situations for that. I don't know. It's a really tough sell. <laughs> and he was a really nice guy. And without him I probably wouldn't have passed my senior year of high school because I wouldn't have had the science credit. But like I didn't like he didn't give me any sort of like life skill or anything. Like You have acquired absolutely nothing yeah. from this. Yeah, like he was a wonderful dude. Like he was great and it was helpful. He helped people out. He there were definitely two tests that I probably shouldn't have passed that somehow I did pass with his help. And when you fast forward to the idea that, like, I graduated public school because of this man, like... Because this random intervention maybe I from this have. Maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> That's how you know school works. It works. It just works. <laughs> it, builds the, it builds the ability to doubt confidence. Exactly. <laughs> You can say that's BS because you know for a fact <laughs> you shouldn't have even be here right Why now. Why is he that confident? He doesn't know what he's talking about. Exactly. Um, to counteract the one skill, the one life skill that you taught me, <laughs> just be confident in a room. He did, man. He has to go around like, picking weeds and turning them in. Is this it? No. I turned it. I literally, for like the last two weeks of the project before I had a family friend who was like, I've got some, I'll just bring it in. And I said, you had to bring it by Friday because otherwise we're screwed. Well, you're gonna have to be here real fast because yeah, because it's due. Have, it's I'm dang due Friday. Uh, and I definitely remember coming into school with like a, with like a Superman T-shirt on and those weeds that that guy gave me, and he was like, "Yeah, good job." He's like, "Where'd you find them?" And I was like, uh. "Long story." I said, "I haven't turned." I said, "I haven't finished doing the writing yet. I'll turn it all in at the end." And he's like, "Okay." That's <laughs> like, "Hey, I need you to tell me everything about where you found this plant." I had no business passing biology, but it doesn't matter because I didn't need it for anything. You've yet to use it. Even if I had to what use you, it. What are you, a botanist? Yeah. No. And even if I was, they would have taught me more stuff in college than I did learn in high school. Like, again, it kind of just goes back well, to, like... you have to learn stupid stuff in college, too. To take all your stupid majors courses. You do, but only, like, the first year. Like, yeah. if you go in order, it's, like, the first year, year and a half where they're like, hey, take these all these dumb courses. But then once you're post that, they're like... Take whatever it's, now. It's basket weaving 101, or you could be the basketball team manager, or you could be the towel boy until you wish you could dance. What do you want to be? And you're like, what? I'll take all three. I will towel boy their lives out. Let's do it. But I just, yeah, there's so much stuff I never use school-wise that I never even understood. How do we get to that? How do we get here? This is not my wonderful house. This is not my beautiful wife. And we ask ourselves, how did we get here? These are the real questions. You don't know the next line, do you? I don't know the next That's line. Right. I do know the song, though. I've heard it before. But yeah, I just, I every time I, I was thinking about that, because we were talking about school, like, 
I've never used any of these skills. Not once. Can they be qualified as skills if you never use them? Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff I can't do. Right. I mean, so like it's safe to assume that some, someone else can dunk a basketball. So I'm going to call that a skill. That's fair. I'll never dunk a basketball. Nah, you don't know that. Could be a really short hoop. <sighs> Crashing the boards, bro. Yeah, dude. No, I really need to grow like two more inches to get crazy on the short hoop. Um, but even then... How tall you, are you, man? <laughs> I'm shorter than you think. <laughs> but even then, like, it's not so much that, like, I'm blowing things out of the water or anything, like, show with an inflatable townhome or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird to me how we never use this stuff and, like, we don't even question it. We spend so much time with it, too. Because it's, <laughs> like, it's not like I took these courses or, like... Yeah, oh, they were like a like, semester once in college. It's like no, I've you, I've literally been doing graphs since I was like in the ninth <laughs> grade, eighth grade, seventh grade. Like I've been doing this for like most of my life, at least half of it. For sure, you have, and you don't know why. Yeah, and all my real world experience has been completely co- like arbit- like contrary to anything I would have ever done beforehand. Now I will say that like fractions. Yeah, like fractions. Are you a hundred percent done? I think maybe 80%. I, fractions, I would say. But most math? Well, it's because fractions are just normal math. It's just extrapolated. With with a return. Right. That's the thing. Is real is normal math, like, if you invest in it, you don't get anything out of it, I feel like. Yeah. It's, not, just, it's just a tool. Not that I want to invest in math. Invest. <laughs> Big button. Uh, How much time do we have here? Uh, We got, like, I don't know. 20 minutes here. I'm going to tell the story, then we'll jump out for a break, and then we'll come back. Um, so I am... Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, I'm a proud owner of the Dogecoin. All right? Excellent. Uh, I think when people talk stock, they always give a disclaimer, like, I'm not telling you to buy what I buy. Like, don't try and be like me. Like, Yeah, you're not a financial yeah. investor. I'm not giving financial advice, blah, 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 right. and I'm not. Uh, mostly because I don't know what's going to happen. Financial but, markets aren't aren't, like, real. They're all they're, imaginary. They're not. And I've said that before, which is why I've never gotten into the stock market. I've got buddies who were in and been in this whole time, and like they've made like 55 grand in retirement and stuff, and I understand that. But the second that like they want to put their sights on you, you can't stop them. No. Like So no, like it's not a good deal. But <laughs> I lost my train. I totally lost my train of thought on that. Dogecoin. So with the Dogecoin, though, yes, thank you. So with the Dogecoin, though, we were joking about it in my friend's group. Yeah. And I bought, I had roughly a thousand of them and it cost me like 40 to $50 to get my thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I bought in relatively cheap, not like great cheap. There were people who got in when it was great cheap. Well, there was people who, who like when they announced that Dogecoin were real, they were like, heck yeah. They put like 10 bucks in it when they were worth like fractions of pennies. Right. And those people are now very well off a little bit. Um, Not like well Theoretical. Off. Well, no, and not even like well, well, well off. Because let's be clear. So this part of the, the thing is like, um, it it still, it, it broke 40 cents per unit. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess about a week ago now. When it did, I got lucky that I happened to be looking at it when it was pretty close to that amount. And I went ahead and just sold my position. Because my 1,000 shares I bought at an average of, I think it said it was like 10 and some change cents. Yeah. So my my, my $50 was currently worth like $485. Oh, yeah. Easy. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'll just make 
$500 off of Dogecoin. Sure. So I sold it and then took like 20 or 30 and put it back in and then got it back into Dogecoin because Dogecoin dropped again to like 25 cents, 22 cents. And I was like, I can ride with that. And so I'm back into it again and it's going back up again. And I, now I feel like every couple of years it's just going to give me more money. <laughs> A stupid dog token. <laughs> And I have no idea, like, about stock markets. I'm not, a, like, a big fan of them. I, I, frankly, I think they're overvalued. I um, think so. I think I think that's 100% accurate. There's, like, there's like in the stock market, things, are, like, fluctuate by literally, like, trillions of dollars in a day. Yeah, they really do. And then, like... And you're like, well, that doesn't even make any sense. Well, and somebody was trying to tell me that, that each... That's my favorite. That's one favorite fun fact about, uh, I think it was LimeWire or... What was the one before LimeWire? Napster? Yeah, Napster. Uh, where they were, they tried to sue them for one point two trillion dollars <laughs> in damages, which is more money than the Earth had at that point in time. And then the judge was like, "No." <laughs> It'd be more mess if the judge was like, "I'm gonna award you the amount." <laughs> uh, Your Honor, <laughs> what do we do? How do we 1. do that? One point two trillion dollars. <laughs> and the and the truth is like, yeah, I don't. I, what are you supposed to do at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Someone sues you for one point two trillion. That's they're seeking one point two trillion dollars in damages, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. How do we get here? But I do, I do think like, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a mix. But the Dogecoin, if it's just gonna keep going up like this, I'm just gonna keep getting in it. <laughs> just keep just, buying stupid. I did so. So, <laughs> so I cashed out the four fifty, and I was like, "All right, well, that's a car payment. Like, cool." And then. Literally, like, three days later, it dipped really hard again from, like, 38 cents back down to, like, 22. And I was like, I guess I'm going back in. <laughs> like Going back in, boys. Load them up. Cause Put I in the Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Let's crack in. <laughs> I don't think that it's going to be only worth $100, which is kind of what they're saying. Like, they, 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 think, they don't think it's ever going to – they don't think it's ever going to break a dollar. I mean, not $100. They don't ever – like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, it won't ever break a dollar. I don't see why not. Like, you got up to 40 cents, like, for no reason. Yeah, that's, like, halfway there. Yeah, so, like... There's no, absolutely no reason that, like... And, like, I know I know for a fact the guy who made Dogecoin, it's, it's pretty much almost identical to the same technology that Bitcoin uses. Like, it's, like, properly secured, like, blockchain, all the whole thing. Like well, and I heard see. that they, they purposely merged with someone else's blockchain because theirs was better. Yeah. So, like... And it, but I'm not concerned about that. But like, listen... Like, if you're talking about strictly from a technology aspect, like... I'm talking just strictly as an investment tool. Not right. anything else. Strictly as an investment tool. No, but I'm saying, like... I don't care. I don't care how they find it out, like, or how they get it. Because as long as it turn, as long as long it stays profitable and, like, the equity is still valid, I mean, what do I care? Yeah, I doubt, I doubt Dogecoin, especially at this point, ever going to drop to, like, fractions of a penny now. Right. Oh, you know what I was going to say, though? Um... When like when the GameStop lawsuits started and all that stuff, like yeah, the, there was more. I like the stock. Yeah, first of all, yeah, but there was the stores were only worth X amount of money, and the stock was somehow worth like twice as much. Like the storefronts, which is Best Buy's business essentially, was only worth it was something like four hundred dollars, and then somebody else was doing like buys and sells, and they were like, oh yeah, this is totally worth like 
you know, six or eight. And it's like, how did you guys get to such different numbers? Well, like, I don't understand how GameStop stock prices, like, got to the all-time low that they were at to begin with. Because, like, this investment firm, like, going back to the GameStop controversy, was betting that GameStop was going to go even lower when they were at, like, $4. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, what did you expect to not exist in, yeah, like, a we're year? Where were they going to go? Because they yeah. still owned all these leases and all these stores. So, like, even if the next day they were all worthless... Like, let's say, let's say all the Best Buy stuff, everything that was quote-unquote Best Buy, broke on a Tuesday. Right, yeah. On Thursday, you could rent those places out, most of those leases, to other companies at a premium and make money. Right, yeah. So... Like, there was no way this was going to be, like, a dollar stock. There's right, no, like, right. like, Like, it was the stupidest decision ever. They're like, slam it, it's going to crash. We had $4, and it's like, like, even if this, like, quadrupled to, like... An ungodly sixteen dollars. <laughs> like you're still way over. I I do remember thinking to myself like if this ever hits two thousand and twenty five dollars, I'm cashing out immediately, because that is two million dollars after taxes. What in Dogecoin? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's I two mean, million after taxes. I really don't think it's going to be two thousand dollars. I listen. I think you could hit that. If 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 Bitcoin can do it, any of them can. It's just a matter of will they. Right. I think um, I think the reason Bitcoin made it is because it was just so early in the game. It's been around for literally decades at this point. Well, no, I think I, I think what's made it stick around though is that people. It was, are, it was the first one. But but it was the first one. But I I think what is important about it is that people probably still don't understand what it is. Yeah, that's true. And so that element of what it, like it's a I don't what? even I don't even really know how bit, Bitcoin farming slash mining even works. Uh, apparently, it takes all it takes all uh, so much power that you could fund a plantation or something. Yeah, like it's an insane amount, like of like <laughs> computer power, computer. Inter- I, I don't know. Have you seen how they busted out that uh, like that one drug lord talking about just prisons and like how well they're designed and all that? Is he basically? <laughs> <laughs> While he had a guard in the cell talking to him, he had the door shut so he could shower, and he just took the bottom off the shower and just crawled down the hole. Nice. Do, 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 do. And they had a tunnel waiting with like a mechanized seat, and he was gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How does this connect? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? When you were you were talking about. Like how much how how like ridiculous it takes to like farm I don't even know how it functions. Yeah. And oh. so like the idea that they were able to just smuggle this guy out and for like a minute everyone was like, How what? did how'd they do that? They how'd just they just had him leave. He just, just walked out. Leave. Yeah, he just disappeared. And everyone was like, Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. I don't know how any of it works. Science, magic, I don't know. Like you could <laughs> say anything at this point. I don't even know how wireless charging works. Well and so I think wireless yeah, charging is a miracle. That's you just slap the thing on the table and it charges. Dude, I don't even know. Yeah, no, I so somebody was trying to explain to me that, like, when you farm Bitcoin, it, it takes more power, and then, like, to keep... Something about how they make the algorithm is farming it. Like, your computer's creating the algorithm. Yeah. And that starts taking more and more and more power. And now they're saying that now modern bit farms to be profitable take, like, more power than, like, the city of Seattle or whatever. And it's like, well, okay, I thought the tech people were supposed to be the conservationists, so, like, how did that, how did this happen? Like, how did we get here where this... These two things that are supposed to be like both the cutting edges of society, cryptocurrency and energy conservation. Like, how did they not grow together? 
It's because we haven't gotten more efficient with power. Well, why are we designing things? And then, like, they're making the same complaint on NFTs, and I don't understand it either. They're saying that, like, the, the energy cost of creating an NFT would be more than, like, seven steamboats or something, or seven, like, I don't even know shipping that, frigates. I don't even know how that even functions. I don't even, I don't, I don't know, and I don't know what people are buying. And then, apparently, you can screenshot it, and then you own it. Like, I don't understand. Well, it's, it, like, it's, it's something about, like, the literal file, right? But, like, I don't know how that works in terms of, like, duplication or anything like but, that. But how can you... But it's like a token. It's like a single copy of like a Bitcoin. But if you own the little, the literal file of something, here's where I get confused. In order to send anyone a picture of it, you create a copy of the file. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. So, like, doesn't that mean everyone who's ever seen it electronically now owns a copy of it? Or are you saying that, or are they saying that it's like, uncopyable technology. Well, it's not necessarily un I guess kind of cuz it's like I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's like it's like a specific like cuz it's it's not really like it's not necessarily I don't think it's a file. It's more of like the token attached to said file has like a specific number and like you're the only one that has that. <laughs> but that's thing. not worth anything. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's worth whatever someone's willing to pay you for. That's true. That is the market. That's how that, that that's literally how they're functioning. They're like they're like this little token is worth however much you pay for it. I could I could go outside and sell garbage for four dollars a piece. If anyone buys it, it's worth four dollars. If no one buys it, it's worth nothing. That's a good point. I always think about that when I see the Gary Vayner, uh, Gary V videos, where he's like, just go around to all the, all the free furnitures and pick them up, clean them up, and sell them again. And I'm like, yeah, that works un until someone finds out you found it on the street. Like, right? Yeah, but I mean, someone's gonna use it. Even if they don't, even if you sell it for twenty bucks, what did it cost you? And that that point, you're working, you're going value versus effort, right? Well, no, because I, if you are, then I, surely you put it more than. To me, lifting a couch in the bed of a truck, if you're doing it by yourself, is already more than twenty dollars worth of effort. Right. Exactly. So, so like, like it, it's not worth it to you. Like no. you don't think there's value in that. No. 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 I, I think there's money in it. I don't think. The, I don't think it's the kind of. It's not the value money you're looking, I would do. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not valuable to you. It's maybe valuable to someone else. Yeah. Couple college kids that have nothing to do. Yeah, listen. If I'm 22 again and I'm just like, oh, how do I make money? I, yeah, okay, I get it. Borrow, borrow dad's truck for the weekend, pick it all up, and sell it all on the same day. Great. Yeah, right, I'm yeah. with you. Then you got beer money for the weekend. Exactly. It'd be brilliant. But I don't know, man. Sometimes he, sometimes he says stuff and he's like, it's so simple. And in my head, I'm like, I, it's not that simple. I don't. It's not, it's simple. not a matter of simple. It's a matter of I wouldn't want to do it. Right, yeah, and you're like that doesn't have value because it's to you it doesn't have value. Well, and then he showed like a clip of him going to garage sales and buying like looking the stuff up on eBay or Amazon first, like trying to be cool about it, but but doing that. Right, yeah. And then buying the stuff that was going for like five times what he could pay for it. That's literally what I did for a really long time. And it worked. Yeah, I mean, I made money, not a ton, and it wasn't efficient. But it wasn't you looking on eBay and Amazon. You like already knew the value of a lot of this, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was just my like general nerd knowledge, and then like putting the stuff together. Yeah, that's probably. I just it's just because I knew so much, and I was like, people pay for these Ooh, things, listen so to you. I bought you them. You knew so much. Well, I mean, it it look there. I didn't spend the last twenty two years doing nothing. <laughs> you know what? I bet you didn't learn that I won that game of risk. You did not. I was actually super no. won that game, dude. <sighs> well, first of all, nobody won it officially. Yeah, no, no one technically won, but I definitely. So won let's be clear. It. Nobody, nobody won it. I would have won it. You can't declare yourself the would have champion of yeah, risk. I would have won that game. Oh my god! 
All right, well, we would have gone to a break, so let's go ahead and do that now. When we come back, we got more Nerds Like Radio coming your way. I will win. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, or I guess is we're going to keep calling it now just Crazy Town, because I'm sure the last 40 minutes did not make sense. Funky Town, can you take me too? Anyway, we are 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. We're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, be sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio for all the magic. Uh, speaking of magic, Nico, why don't you tell our friends about The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open and at full operating hours. You are going to need a mask if you want to come inside, but they do have delivery and curbside options available. If you want to be extra safe, they have some events rolling back up. May 3rd, 4 to 8 is Miniature Mondays, so come hang out, paint your minis, show off your minis. Uh, you can ask the in-store associates for paint and supplies. Tuesday, May the 4th, be with you. We're playing Digimon, though. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> oh, you guys missed an opportunity there. Uh, yeah, that's because their Star Wars stuff is on Friday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Uh, they do have a new event running up every Wednesday at 5 p.m. is Yu-Gi-Oh! Trade Night. If you want to get down and play some Yu-Gi-Oh! I didn't know they had a Yu-Gi-Oh! community brewing up, so this is kind of a really neat thing. Uh, Friday, May 7th at 6 p.m. is Team Yankee Flames of War casual meetup. Saturday, May 8th at 2 p.m. is Pokemon. And May 8th at 6 p.m. is Hammer Time. Tabletop Warhammer meetups are back in action. That is the Adventure Begins of their, right there off of 1488. Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. Get all your nerd stuff there. They're a wonderful place, well-lit, fantastic staff, wonderful store. Come on down. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. Look at that. Um... So I'm reading this article here. I know we're up against it here, but this article is kind of blowing my mind. Okay, he's losing it. Uh, it's crazy. So this, I saw this tweet. It says, "This is Miko. She's a virtual streamer who's controlled by a real life woman known only as the Technician. The Technician uses the Unreal Engine and a thirty thousand dollar motion capture suit to create Miko." And then goes on to tell her story a little bit. She got laid off during the pandemic. She was an animation. She worked for an animation studio, and she just moved to LA like a couple weeks before she got laid off. Oh, Code Miko, right? Uh, I don't know. And her rent is basically two thousand dollars a month. This girl, and so she was like, "Uh, I'm I invested. <laughs> I invested twenty thousand dollars in myself and tried to make it on Twitch. In the early days, she was only making three hundred dollars a month and was thousands of dollars in debt from the expensive equipment. Um, but she kept fine tuning and working on it and working on it. Uh, what broke through for her is creating. Uh, her stream really began to take off when she let her viewers interact with Miko. Viewers could use bits." to directly influence Miko's appearance and behavior, including things like killing her. My income tripled the day I put in this interaction where the audience could kill me. When I added the nuke and the mute where the audience could mute me for 30 seconds, I was able to afford my rent and pay off my debt. Um, 
So essentially, they said this is like a growing trend among YouTube and Twitch, these virtual streamers, where where you no longer are the public identity. It's like an ant. It's like a car- the picture they're showing is of another one that is a cartoon girl, and so it's like the biggest growing category. Yeah, they they call them they call them VTubers or V streamers. They're virtual streamers. Twitch's just chatting category for non gaming is its fastest growing. It's up three hundred percent in the last year. Just chatting is now the is now bigger than the next three biggest categories, League of Legends, Among Us, and Fortnite combined. This speaks to people's desires to connect casually with creators. So it really kind of is interesting, this idea that they don't they don't know who they're interacting with. Like, I thought the whole point was to connect with these certain types of people, but now they're sort of connecting with these fantasies of, of people. Yeah. And I think that's way more dangerous down the road. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's like the it's it's like the it's like the parasocial relationship that was already kind of there, like cranked up to like eleven billion. Well, and also now, I mean, uh, listen, because now you're not even talking to a to person. real person. Now you're talking, you're talking to a character that yes. they're playing on screen that you'll never like. And some of them, some of them very like, some of them very much like play up a character, and other ones they they play less of one, but like. You have absolutely no way of knowing if you're not, like, extremely astute or, like, Well, no. and these are clearly geared. To, listen, if I'm fine-tuning and creating something and I'm fine-tuning it to succeed, I'm gearing it towards your wants and needs. Right. This is no longer realistic at all. I'm no longer interacting with a person who has a public persona and a private persona. I'm now literally interacting with something designed to appeal to me. This goes right back to movie, video game, TV, music. This is now literally real-time dictated targeted interaction oh yeah for profit correct this is really this more than sex robots more than prostitution more than anything else on the planet this is the scariest part of this whole only fan individual entertaining personality thing that we're moving towards where we're where people are their own brand this is incredibly dark scary stuff because really there's no limit on how we tailor this or the interactions that the people start having with it um now granted there are terms of service on twitch but it's only a matter of time until this moves off terms of service places like it's only a matter of time until someone opens up the streaming service for all the people who can't behave on twitch and everywhere else and it's only a matter of time until those places get way worse Right, yeah. Legitimately, the only reason Twitch is still around is because it has the foundation, and now that it has Amazon backing it, like... Well, Twitch is, Twitch is now mainstream and going even more mainstream. Right. But what I mean is... That's what I'm saying, like, co- the competition in, like, the streaming world. Like, yeah. It's well, going to take a while for someone to get there, but once they do, they're just going to boom. And someone's going to invest the money into creating the streaming platform that... There's, there's an obvious category that Twitch is missing out on, mm. and it's the... They, they, they take out the porn and the and the... The nudity and all, and they're very hardcore. Like right now, a bunch of girls are hanging out in hot tubs on Twitch, and Twitch is monitoring that super hard because if they see anything inappropriate at all, they're gonna they're gonna suspend those people and get them in trouble. Yeah, they're heavily moderating that stuff, and I think that's the next. I think that's the next frontier of like a streaming platform is there's gonna be like an OnlyFans type thing for streaming, and they're basically gonna say, "Hey, we we're not gonna stop somebody if something comes out that's not supposed to," and that's gonna be the appeal for that. And now when you've got these fictional things that people can create, the things that are going to be appearing on screen in the next five years that people are going to be interacting with, it, think of Blade Runner where he has that personal girlfriend that he keeps with them and he keeps it in the house and it interacts with them in all the rooms and all of that. Mm-hmm. And now paint that into literally you 
it's going to be on mobile. It's going to be everywhere. Your watch is going to be your Furby girlfriend that you have. You, ever, you know have what you I mean? Heard of a movie called Her? It's got Joaquin Phoenix. In Where he's it. in love with. He falls in love with his phone. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is that, but even more scary because he's going to be able to tailor not only the appearance and the creation of what it is that he's falling in love with, but the way the interactions go. Right. Because you're going to reward the ones you like, and you're going to punish the ones you don't like, and eventually the the AI right. and the marketing behind it are going to figure out... Right, yeah, because right now it's people interacting with people with, like, a persona. Right. But, like, eventually... Like, eventually it's future, just going to be a, a robot doing it's it. It's going to be an AI, and it's just, we're all just going to live sad, lonely lives. Sad, where, we fall, where we're falling in love with fictional things that will never exist on this planet. Right. Blue-skinned, nine-foot-tall, elf avatar women w- w- speaking to us in languages that don't exist, and we're like, that's so beautiful. Read that poem again. Like... We're like five years away from that, man. <laughs> like, it's scary. That is the that trips me out. That article really kind of terrifying. We'll go. We'll, I'll talk to you more about it off air about some other stuff. But like, it it's it's the start of something. Like it is. It's the start of a really scary next step for the Twitch personas. Right. Um. All that being said, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for hanging out. This Saturday, we're gonna go to. I think it's called Dagacom. C-O-M. That was what I was getting wrong when I was talking to you about it. It's D-A-Y-G-A-C-O-M. It's oh. going to be in Dayton, Texas, which is just outside of Mount Bellevue. It is a three-day con. As near as I could tell, and I listen, they're not sponsoring this. I'm doing this just because I read it and I was interested. It looks like the first real pop culture convention of the year, here in Texas at least. Uh, free admission is what I think I've read everywhere, which is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, really it seems, cool. seems like Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Booker T., um, some great little local personalities are going to be there as well. We're going to try and get out there maybe Saturday also. So maybe if you just want to go out there and bump into us. Um, but anyway, thanks for hanging out here with us on Nerd Thug Radio. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself, the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. See you Thursday. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventurers League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs>